All right, amigos family, we're back with another episode of the podcast where amigos means family with your dose of information and inspiration for all the great stuff that you're fueling down in Nicaragua. Thanks for joining us. We are so glad you did. It is Good Friday. And I hope and pray wherever you are and wherever you have been this Lent season that it's been one that's good for you and that it's been one of growth and that you've been able to connect with God in a new way, you know? That's always our hope and prayer is that anything that we're doing is is somehow making Christ more visible and what a great season to be able to focus on just that. And especially today, Good Friday. Um, and everything that we reflect on today leading up to Easter. So Amigos family, I hope you're well. As always, we've got a fun one for you today. We have a couple of board members joined us and we got to hear their perspective on all things Amigos. And so when I was in Nicaragua in February, um, Gene and Rick were also down there as well. And um, they wanted to just, you know, it was they were able to come down and get a, a firsthand look at everything that's going on so that they could then go back and advocate for Amigos and that kind of thing. Um, but we pulled them aside for about a half hour. And uh, Danny and Kristen, Iris and I got to pick their brains a little bit about the trip that they were on and what they had seen that week. But also their stories and their involvement with Amigos because these... These two guys are incredible and have done so much for Amigos throughout the years. Um, I won't give too much away, but there's some laughs. It's a fun episode. I think you'll be encouraged by it. Amigos family, again, I hope this Lent season has brought you to a place where you're closer to the Lord, you've grown, and um, I hope that this episode contributes to that. Let's get into it. Amigos family, we're back with another episode of the podcast. We have a fun episode today because for the first time in, I don't know, a little while, we're all sitting together in Nicaragua in uh, in our office and we have some special guests with us that um, we can't wait to introduce you to and get to hear some of their story. But we're here with myself, we've got Danny. Hey everybody. We've got Kristen. Hola. And I'm going to let Kristen introduce our special guests that we have this week. Awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> I was like <laughs> hey guys, I'm here too. <laughs> well, I'm thrilled to be able to introduce our podcast guests for today. We have two of our board members. We have our board president here, Rick Hatch, originally from Georgia and lives in South Carolina now. And we have our newest board member, Jean Luciani, who hails from Athens, Georgia. Go dogs! Um, love for you guys to be able to just maybe introduce yourselves a little bit, share how you were connected with Amigos, and what it's been like being part of our board. 
Okay, uh, this is Rick. I um, first want to give a shout out to my church in South Carolina, Life Point Church mm -hmm. in Seneca, South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Not to be confused with Life Point in Wilmington, North Carolina. But also shout out to them. <laughs> <laughs> and to my old church in the Metro Atlanta area, Rising, who also comes to Amigos every year. So my first experience down here was about 15 years ago. I came with a church uh, group and uh, I guess I fell in love with the Amigos people down here and the Nicaraguan community people and have been trying to come back every year ever since. I've been on the board a few years and uh, both am honored and pleased to try and help and support the Amigos folks as best I can. Thank you. Yeah, uh, this is Gene. Um, thanks for having us on the podcast. Uh, this is this is my first podcast. Oh my gosh! Wow! Shocking. <laughs> this, is, this one's gonna go viral. Yeah, <laughs> our users are gonna go from a half a million to a million overnight. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, I don't have that many friends, but yeah. Um, so I, I originally became uh, involved with Amigos uh, through a, our church in Buford when we lived uh, in that area. Um, Andy and Sandra Henderson had come down here a couple times with Amigos and, uh, and Andy, uh, I, I was very early on in my faith and Andy was always kind of telling me, you should try this, you should do this. And he came up to us and asked if we wanted to go on a mission trip, um, down here. So, uh, me and my wife, uh, my, my two kids who at the time were probably eight and 10, um, came down for a mission trip. Uh, luckily they all three of those, uh, my family members spoke Spanish. Um, so they were my tra translators for the week. Um, and then, uh, we came back a couple years after that. Um, but what struck us about Amigos when we came down here was just the uh, profound change, uh, that it had on us, uh, to see all the great work that was going on, uh, here to better the lives of the people in Nicaragua. Um, it was very easy to become involved um, and to continue to support Amigos over the next 10 years. Um, while I was working hard and I couldn't support Amigos with my hands um, because of, we knew all the good work that was going on and, and the trust that uh, we had in the organization to do just phenomenal things with, uh, with the support we were able to, to give. So kept involved there. And then uh, once I retired from, uh, from my usual job, um, I was honored to be asked to serve on the board last year, so I'm really excited to be here and actually be able to get my hands dirty and uh, mm -hmm. both figuratively and literally um, and, and help help the organization out. So thrilled to be here. Okay, so Gene and Rick, I know you guys have both you're both down in Nicaragua um, and you're really on kind of a unique trip where you are getting to be um, in the communities, but you're really getting to see a lot of the projects um, and see how they play out and see some of the details that you may hear about from a distance. So I'm curious, how has the week been? Are there any specific memories um, that will stand out to you? Was there anything you saw or learned about that maybe you didn't know about before? Um, or just even if there was um, something you had heard about, but getting to see it in person was a different experience. So just tell us about your week a little bit. Well, our week's been great so far. Uh, we've spent a lot of time with uh, Amigos folks out in the field, diving a little deeper into how the projects work and uh, some of the great things that are going on, but also some of the challenges 
that Amigos experiences both uh, administratively, out in the field, dealing with people. Um, I think uh, it uh, helps us be better board members when we understand some of the background and context of things that are going on, but it's also very rewarding to see the impact on the people out in the communities. I think so far one of my best memories is going to be an experience with a young 15-year-old woman named Sochil, who uh, turned from a, what we understand is a very timid, shy young woman into a powerhouse who's not only uh, transforming her life, but uh, very involved with youth leadership in our community. It was very powerful and a lot of fun, a lot of fun. So uh, that's, that's part of it. And uh, this trip also lets us develop better relationships with the people that work for Amigos that are not directly uh, connected to the board. So that's also a big benefit. Yeah, yeah I, I echo everything that, that Rick said. I think um, it's great to meet uh, all of the people here who are doing all the work um, and get to form relationships with them that really you can only form in person by, you know, sitting down, trying to talk to each other through broken Spanish and broken English, um, which is fun. Um, and, you know, that, like Rick said, I think the what you can see, um, we hear the stories of, of, of transformation. We hear the stories of people's lives getting better, but being here and seeing it, uh, is, is quite different and much more profound uh, effect on, on you and, and deepens the understanding that you have of what we're doing and why we're doing it and, and how we should go about doing it. Um, we, on that same day uh, that we met uh, that young lady, we met a farmer um, who is learning techniques um, and we're learning with him about how to farm better. And uh, what he's been able to do on his you know, relatively small tract of land to increase the production of his crops is astounding. And it was great to see the crops. It was great to see the chili peppers that are growing in a really healthy way. It was great to see all of those things. But the most phenomenal thing was going back to his house and seeing the pride that he had in his eyes and the hope that his family had in what all of that means to their futures. Um, and he spoke about what he wanted for his children. And now that those avenues are open to him because of this work, um, that's something you can hear about and whoever's listening to this podcast will hear about if, you know, but coming down and actually seeing that glimmer in somebody's eyes, that hope that they have, uh, is exactly why we do everything that we do. Um, so that was tremendous for me. That's awesome. Kind of on that note, you know, reflecting on the present, but looking forward to the future, I'd love to hear from you guys what inspires you the most about the future of Amigos. It can be a program thing, it can be a you know a project thing, it can be a people thing, but what would you say as you look, you know, five, ten years out of what's what's to become in Amigos, what what inspires you guys the most about our future? One of the things that really impresses me is the way Amigos has grown since I've known the organization. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I would have never pictured Amigos being as big and productive and as effective as it is now when I first came down 15 years ago. The way it's grown and, and the programs have grown, the scope has grown. Uh, so um, I, I'm just excited about what it will look like 15 years from now, first of all. Uh, it's hard to, hard to have that vision, so I hope you have it. I hope you guys have it. Uh, 
But I think one of the things that's uh, most exciting for me is a program called Water for Chenandega, where uh, we hope to have water in every house in the state of Chenandega in Nicaragua, which is quite a few people. Uh, it's a huge scale up from our vision five or 10 years ago. And making good progress is very encouraging. It's a very difficult task and the crew that are working on it are just terrific. So I think that's one of the things that really gives me optimism and hope. Yeah, and we, we got to see the water being turned on yesterday, which when uh, one of those villages, and that was, that was awesome to see the excitement that they had on their faces, the, the ability for uh, uh, a woman to turn on a spigot and give her kid a cold glass of water. It was, that was really awesome to see. You know, I, I think 10 or 15 years down the road, for me, it's hard to predict what life is going to be like anywhere. Um, the progress that I've seen, you know, if I look back and say, hey, when I was here 10 years ago with Amigos and what I see today, it's, you know, night and day uh, difference. I wouldn't, you know, it's just, oh, we're doing a lot more. If I say what's going to happen in 10 or 15 years, I don't, I don't know, to be quite honest. But uh, what I do know is when you're here, you see the trust that the communities have in Amigos. You see the capabilities of the of the people who are working here the uh, passion that they have in their eyes and i think it's you know are we setting ourselves up to be able to do great things 10 or 15 years from now whatever those may be yeah i think we are and i think we have the team to do that so that's what's exciting to me is like i don't know what it's going to be but i know we'll figure it out and we'll have a huge impact in doing it because of the folks we have here the relationships that you know john started forming long ago that you all are carrying on uh, today is going to put us in a position to continue to impact lives here, whatever it may be. Yeah. So I've got a question because this might be something that um, could relate to, you know, for somebody who's listening at some point or another, kind of going back to how y'all got connected and, you know, decided, okay, I'm going to book that flight <laughs> and I'm going to get on it. And, you know, Gene, you had your, your whole family with you. What would you say to someone that might be considering um, joining us or just connecting with the organization, wanting an avenue to make an impact, but maybe not quite exactly sure how? Um, what would you say to somebody that might be, you know, considering that? Um, <clears throat> I think there's, you know, if I look back at my own experience, um, when I first came down here with my family, I was very nervous. Uh, I hadn't traveled much internationally at that time. Um, I was going to uh, a third world country. Um, and I'm, I'm using kind of the way that I thought about it, not the way that I think about it now. Um, you know, when I got off the plane there, it was, it, it was in my mind's eye, it was chaotic, honestly. And I was kind of like, what have I gotten myself into when I first got down here? And then with every passing day, I, I realized that that trip was having profound effects on me in the way that I thought about myself, that I thought about how people live in other places that I hadn't visited. And quite honestly, like my ignorance started getting stripped away. So I would say, you know, if people are fearful, they, uh, they should step into that and really challenge whether or not those fears are coming from a rational place or from a, a place of, uh, of ignorance or fear. Um, and, and to take the step forward, you know, the only thing that in order for us to get better as people, in order for us to get better as societies, in order for us to do great things, you have to step into, uh, anxiety, you have to step into the uncertain and try it 
and there's a lot of uh, things that you're going to be able to do for other people, but there's a lot of things that those experiences are going to do to transform you. And I know it, you know, <clears throat> I'm speaking for myself, you know, the little eight year old that I brought here uh, 10 years ago was an intern here last year, all summer. And that, in, and she wouldn't have done that had we not come. And that uh, summer trip that she had last summer has transformed her approach to life and how she thinks of things and what she can do and how she can impact people. So she wouldn't have been where she is today if we hadn't done things 12 years ago that we were quite honestly a little bit scared to do. Um, so I don't know if that answers your question. Uh, I would say that uh, from a practical point of view, you can be comfortable that you're here in a physically safe place. The food is good. The water is good. Uh, Amigos will take very good care of anybody that comes down here. So from those uh, perspectives and concerns, uh, those are not things to worry about. Yeah. I personally had a friend named Mike Flanagan who wanted to come and he, he challenged me to come with him. So if someone asks you to join them, say yes, because I was also uh, nervous and, and uncomfortable leaving my comfort zone, didn't want to spend the time. And all of it was very rewarding. It changed my life. Uh, I don't think you can come down here and uh, regret the trip. It'll transform the way you uh, interact with people that may be a lot different from you and give you a great perspective on how most of the people in the world live compared to those of us in the United States and help you appreciate where you live and really how small most of your problems really are. Um, so I have another question for you guys right off of, you know, all the encouragement to come down. And that is something we would love is for people to come join us in Nicaragua. We really do feel like it is life changing. But we also know um, that there are seasons of life or maybe things going on that sometimes don't allow for you to make the trip down there. But um, I would love to hear from you guys what in your view are some other ways that somebody can jump in and still be part of what Amigos is doing, be part of the community, um, be part of all that's happening down there and what God's doing if they maybe can't make the trip? Well, I would suggest a couple of things. One is that if your church or business or organization has a mission trip planned and you can't or don't want to come, you could sponsor someone that does, but maybe can't afford it. Uh, students, for instance. Another option, which is really a lot of fun, is to actually sponsor a student here in Nicaragua that needs uh, support to either go to elementary school, secondary school, or even college. It makes a huge impact on their life. And it uh, can also be rewarding and fun because you can actually get to know a Nicaraguan student, and uh, if you're blessed with a trip down here, meet them face to face, which is a terrific experience. I, mean, I, I can I can be very blunt. Um, uh, you know, the, there was there was uh, ten years where I wasn't able to make the trip for whatever reason, whether it was COVID or whether it was my my work life was so busy that I couldn't do it, um, or we had you know honestly like kids in sports that ran all season, all year long, and they couldn't take a break from it. Um, during that period of time, we did whatever we could to financially support the organization. Uh, we're doing a lot of great things down here, and just like everything else, it doesn't, it doesn't work unless it has financial support. Um, 
So I took a lot of joy in knowing that I was doing what I could do when I couldn't come down here and help with my hands and my feet. Um, I was helping others do that. So uh, bluntly, you can you can contribute money. <laughs> so. <laughs> Thanks for that answer, Gene. That's yeah. great. <laughs> Maybe you want to get the website so they can go right away. That'll be www.amigos.org/give. Yeah. Well, uh, we're we're thrilled that y'all have joined us, um, not just for these few minutes here, but also um, just being down here for the week. It means so much to our team down here, uh, and. You give all of us confidence, um, the expertise, the wisdom, the advice, uh, just everything that you have to offer. It, it means a ton to our team. So thank you and thank you for saying yes. You know, I think Amigos is made up of an organization um, of volunteers and you know people that also work here that at some point or another, they just took a step forward and just said, yes, I wanna be part of this. So. Thank you for doing that and thank you for, for making the trip down here. Well, it's our pleasure and we're very happy to be here and we're just having a great time. Yeah. Well, y'all, thank you for joining us. As Kristen said, it's a pleasure. There's so many people listening that are going to be encouraged by this. Um, and you guys are the example, you know, you come down here and people get to watch you guys serve and, and it helps us. It encourages the whole organization. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for sharing your hearts and your lives with Amigos means more than we could ever say. We really appreciate it. So from everybody here in Nicaragua with Gene, Rick, Kristen, Iris, Danny, and myself, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Adios. Adios.